Hi everyone, it's Highlights from Ukraine podcast, your daily audio summary of the latest news reported in the Ukrainian media. My name is Artem, and here is the news. For 391 days, Ukraine stands strong against the forces of the Russian invasion. In his evening video address, President of Ukraine Volodymyr Zelensky reminded that Ukraine marked the first anniversary of the first victorious battles of the full-scale war, the battles in the north of Ukraine that made the occupier flee. It was on March 21st last year that the Battle of Moshun, a small village in the Kyiv region, ended, and it was the first major step of our country towards victory in this war, said Zelensky. He added that after there were successful battles for Hostomel, Irpin in Kyiv Oblast, fighting in the Chernihiv and Sumy regions, and the Battle of Zmyiny, far south in the Black Sea. The president assured that Ukraine will achieve the same result in other active actions, in the heroic battle for Donbas, which will inevitably be dominated by the Ukrainian flag, in the subsequent confrontation in the south, which will restore normal Ukrainian life in the Azov region, in the return of Crimea. Prime Minister of Japan Fumio Kishida visited Ukraine yesterday, reports Ukrinform. He went to the city of Bucha, Kyiv region, which suffered from the Russian occupation, and visited infrastructure facilities that have been restored and repaired by Japanese funds. The Prime Minister said that he feels anger due to cruelties done there by Russians. Kishida met President of Ukraine Volodymyr Zelensky and signed a declaration on a special global partnership between the two countries. This document reflects the values that we defend and our aspirations that have yet to be realized, the Japanese Prime Minister said after signing the document. During the meeting, the parties discussed Russia's attempts to increase aggression and Ukraine's urgent security needs. The President of Ukraine announced that he accepted the invitation of the head of the Japanese government to participate online in the G7 summit scheduled for May in Hiroshima. We would really appreciate if you could recommend us to your friends and family, as well as share information on social media. This way more people would learn about the podcast and truth about Russia's invasion of Ukraine. The US Defense Department confirmed that Ukraine will receive an older modification of American Abrams tanks. This will speed up their transfer, reports European Pravda. The U.S. will be able to provide the M1A1 variant of the Abrams tank by the fall 2023. The U.S. officials believe that it will also be easier for Ukrainian troops to learn to use and maintain an older tank model. Initially, the United States planned to send Ukraine 31 newer M1A2 Abrams tanks, which could take a year or two to produce and deliver. The UK Defence Ministry confirmed that it will transfer armor-piercing shells containing depleted uranium to the Ukrainian armed forces, reports Fakte. State Defence Minister Annabel Goldie said that such rounds for Challenger 2 tanks are highly effective in defeating modern tanks and armoured vehicles. Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov called this intention a war crime, while Vladimir Putin promised that Moscow will be forced to react if the collective West begins to use weapons with a nuclear component, reports Radio Liberty. As part of covert mobilization, Russia manages to mobilize about 20,000 people every month, reports Interfax Ukraine. According to a spokesman for the Defense Intelligence Agency of Ukraine, Andriy Yuso, it is not enough to mobilize people, they still need to be trained, and there are not enough training bases in Russia, so Belarusian training grounds are used as well. 
At the same time, the British intelligence assessed that about half of the convicts recruited six months ago by the private military company Wagner were killed or wounded during military operations in Ukraine. The group fulfills its promise to release the survivors from further serving their sentences and in the coming weeks thousands of Russian convicts who have fought for Wagner Group are likely to be pardoned and released. The Ukrainian parliament Verkhovna Rada appointed the head of the Junior Academy of Sciences and Active Military Servicemen Oksen Lisovy as new education minister, reports Novinarnia. Head of Ukraine's railway operator Ukrzaliznitsya Oleksandr Kamyshin has been appointed as a new minister of strategic industries. Deputy Prime Minister Mikhail Fedorov will now be responsible, in addition to digitalization, for education, science and technology. Media reported that elements of plagiarism were found in Lisovy's PhD thesis. Ukraine received 1.5 billion euros for the second tranche of EU macrofinancial assistance, reports RBK Ukraine. This is a part of the 18 billion euros support package approved for Ukraine by the EU in December last year. Finance Minister Sergei Marchenko thanked the EU Commission and its Executive Vice President Valdis Dombrovskis for the unwavering support in preserving Ukrainian financial stability. Ukrainian animation film Mavka – The Forest Son sets an absolute record for box office succeeds during the independence of Ukraine since 1991, reports Man UA. According to the state film agency, just in three weekends in the Ukrainian box office, 642,000 tickets were sold for the cartoon, and the box office amounted to 81.9 million grivna, which is 2.22 million US dollars. The animated film was created with the support of the state film agency and the US Agency for International Development. Thank you for listening. The Highlights from Ukraine is an uncommercial initiative of just two people and we need your help to grow. Share information about the podcast, rate us in the app, subscribe to our Patreon. With your support, we are getting better. We call on you to demand from governments of your countries to impose the toughest sanctions possible on Russia and its citizens to stop their invasion of Ukraine.